Blog Talk Radio. Cut the music up. You had a lot of crooks try to steal your heart. Never really had luck, couldn't ever figure out how to love.
You look bad, you feel bad, and your bedroom gymnastics just are plain done. You ain't on fleek. The best way to tap into your inner sexy is to find it with Nia Jackson. Yes, Nia is the owner and operator of PYC Studios. And listen, let's say you want to learn how to twerk. What about pole dancing? What about booty pop? What about just learning a sexy dance for his next birthday? Yes, she is here in Hoover. She will help you learn your pace, carve out that tone, sexy body that you have, while all at the same time teaching you how to be a beast in the bedroom. Contact Nia at PYTstudios.com or call her at 205-444-0066. Tell her the Empress sent you. Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience that's very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Empress sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Empress sent you. The Empress, a place where truth just is. No political correctness needed. Bring your heart in your ears. Let's tell it like it really is. The Empress speaks on Sundays and Wednesdays at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio. And tune in live on Blab to see the queen known as she. Call in live, 646 646- 478-5625. It's where the Empress speaks and the Empress listens. This is hard. This is hard. Mic check, mic check, mic check. Mic check everywhere is mic check on Periscope. Can you hear me on Periscope? The Empress is on Periscope. Can you hear me? Since you want me to mic check, mic check, mic check. Yep, mic check. Got that check. Let's see. For those of you who, oh, I just dropped Periscope. This is extremely difficult. This is a one-woman show. Okay, this is a one-woman show, so... Bear with me. And I got two different angles. One, my hair is on fleet. Then on the other one, my hair not on fleet. So I got to get my fleet on fleet because I want to be looking cool on the Blab. We're on Blab Live. That's B-L-A-B dot I-M. If you would close all of your browsers other than the one that you're going to use for Blab, uh, tune in to The Empress Says. You should see a live feed. The seats are open, and we're going to talk about love and lust tonight. You know, a lot of people just don't get it. A lot of people don't know what that is, what the difference of the of, of them are, and some people even think that they're one and the same. I don't know if that's what you think, but I want to talk to you about it now. I got my little notes, because you know I think I'm a news anchor, you know. I'm Connie Chung's black cousin mm-hmm. with long hair and purple lips. I am the Empress. But that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about how it goes down. And, you know, I have not got this whole thing together because I just started recording here on Blab. This is going to be like a monkeyed up uh, 
podcast on tonight because this is my first time. And let me tell you, I don't like not being, and I was saying this earlier, I don't like not being in the studio because in the studio, I'm able to do better. I'm able to see what I'm doing. I'm able to just concentrate on what I'm saying, and it has very little to do with what I look like because it's just radio. But when you're on the air and people are looking at you, you have to constantly be like this. You have to look cute. And you have to say things and do things and be certain ways so that people will be like, oh, with you. Now, I'm putting with me. He's the only one that's allowed in the room tonight. Tonight's subject matter is adult. And it's something that is real, real information, real truth about love. And they are different. I had to myself do a little self study. And I think I need to just turn this chair like this because this is. It's, it's just, oh, I just turned it off. Uh, this is too hard. I can't, I can't do this by myself. I really need to get back in the studio. I really need to get back in the studio because this is too hard for me to do. But uh, if you, again, are joining me, uh, this is The Empress Speaks. And I want to let everybody know that this is uh, probably my third blab. Uh, this is something that's going to take a bit of coordination to get together because I, I, this is really a, a task trying to say what you have to say, listen to what's being said, and play uh, what's appropriate on the in-between. Uh, it's a task that I'm learning and I'm going to get it perfected. How about that? We're going, we're going to, we're going to do better in the future, but I'm hoping that you'll join me on blab, blab.im where you can see us live. We can see you live and we can have some conversing. You know, whoever decided to change the word conversation and try to say that that's not a real word is pissed me off because I don't like saying conversion. I like saying conversation. I, I like saying conversation. But speaking of conversation, I took a love psychological test today, and it was pretty on point. Like, it was really, really good. I was excited that I did so well on the test, and I knew as soon as I finished up, some of my answers were going to be uh, exactly who I, I was, and I kind of expected that some of them wouldn't match, but really the test was pretty much on point in, in my opinion of me. And, of course, love and lust uh, for people are different. Some people say that it has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with uh, whether or not you're married. This is an experience that is of the heart. It is a human experience, and you, you're either going to have it or you're not going to have it. I don't know. Let, 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 let's see. Um, so what I did first uh, is I, I took the little test. But before we do that, let's do this. If you missed Monday night's show about independent women, you missed a good show because that show was like – the bomb. We had uh, over 52 viewers on on Blab, and I think that's pretty good with me having to be, you know, being a new person on there. Um, I was excited uh, to talk with people about uh, love and all and 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 fellowship and what was good and what was needed in relationship. A lot of people were just plainly honest about their opinions of everything and. It, it helped me. I learned a lot, uh, but we had some absolute fun after the show was over because a lot of people were just kind of tripping. <laughs> they were just tripping because we were on there and we were cutting up. So it was just a, 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 a sight, uh, I would say. And um, listen, if you can't have fun, you may be a little bit distressed. 
coming on to the empire. But that's what we do here. We want to be able to learn with each other, share with each other. Um, and that's what we did on Monday night, talking about independent women. And we found out that women actually want to have uh, independence in themselves, but they are not saying that they want to be independent and away from and not needing of men. So men felt a lot better after that show, I think. And then coming up on tomorrow, we're going to have a special guest from the Advice Show. The Advice Show is a show that's been uh, one of my favorite YouTube watches for the last two or three years is a, a young man by the name of Philip, who is, I would say, probably a mentor of mine. He has a show that is absolutely off the chain. He talks about everything and anything, has very uh, well-known guests like Umar Johnson and uh, Tariq, uh, who has written the Chronicles uh, of uh, uh, now I'm having going blank, um, but he 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 has really good guests. Let's just say, leave it at that. I, I I was shocked at how quickly he answered back to me because sometimes a lot of these blog hosts and people who are on television and people who are on radio they don't have time for you and they don't want to talk to you, and it's okay with me. You ain't got to talk to me if you don't want to talk to me. But I think that when you don't share the knowledge lose out because you don't know everything yourself, okay? Uh, I do see you, Lily. I see that you're on there, 8952, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to go ahead and tell you now, I'm kind of slow going back and forth. It's hard for me. Hi, Desiree. I'm glad you came on to Blab. And anybody that wants to is welcome to come up into the seat and have this conversation with me because here on the Empire, we do not damn you to a certain position. We open up the floor so that you can have your say the way that you want to have your say. And as long as you can explain yourself and, and share that knowledge with others, then I mean, we all learn. I want to learn. You want to learn. We're going to learn together. And we're going to learn about love and lust. Now, a lot of people, like I said, use the word love expressly too much. Like they just get This is extra. I love food. I love cars. I love vacation. I love shrimp. I love seafood. Now, it's a lot of things that you can say about a lot of things, but love, I think, is a very, very overused word. And I think sometimes used synonymously with the word lust. Now, lust and love have totally different uh, definitions. And I'm wondering if people actually know what those definitions are. I know I knew them. I've done shows about love and I've done shows about lust. And some people just make lust synonymous with sex. But it's not necessarily that cut and dry. Before going any further, let's see if we can hear our caller. 8952, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. The lovely is here. You are the love. Did you say the love lady? The lovely. The lovely one. <laughs> what is love and how does it differ from lust? Okay, lust is is basically a carnal instinct where you're acting on an animalistic level, period. Mm-hmm. Love, love is when you are completely immersed into something spiritually and emotionally. Mm-hmm. And so, with love, you give yourself totally. With lust, you're only acting on that physical carnal need. Okay. So let me do this. What I want to do, because I want to make sure that the people here on Blab can hear you, I'm going to do this. And, and I pray God's peace that this works 
I'm going to call and because you know all of this doggone technology is just a little bit too much for me. Like, I, I, I would have. I, Had I, I known that always, you were going to be on Blab, I would have put my face on, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. I don't really like having to uh, do the whole face thing, but, you know, we have to do what we have to do for the for the people. I, I decided that I was going to do it, so uh, I, I went on and I, and, and I put my little I put on some lipstick. I didn't put on a whole lot, not a whole lot at all. Let's see if we can't open up this line. Okay, okay, now, now. that's going to have a double. Yeah, it's going to be right here. Okay, so you, if you can, see if you can't just say what you had to say about love and lust again. Let me try that. Okay. Love is when you have spiritually and emotionally connected to whatever it is that you are attaching to. It's an attachment. Love is when you completely immerse yourself and give yourself over to it completely. Lust is a desire, a a carnal need to crave it, to covet it. Well, that ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. Uh, yeah, I hear the echo too. Give me one second for a quick commercial. Not a commercial. We're gonna have to play a song for this. Hold on. What if the sky was turning red? I know it'd be safe right here in my bed. Laying face to face Oh girl, I love the way you smile When you rain on me So tonight let's act it out Show you how it's gonna be I'm gonna kiss your other selves Hold your body by your legs and hips The world can't end until it's finished Yeah. Then I wanna make you holler 
okay? My psychological love animal. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, the reason why I this is because I took this love psychological test, and it was very on point. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be this animal, but it tells you about the psychology of that animal in relationship to love and it's that to what you would expect in a partner. I think it was okay. very on point, and it was interesting to me. And I'm okay. trying to get some. please get up in the chair here on Blab, and I can hear myself, and it's really, really weird. So I We're think I'm about I think it's funny. You 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 can recognize the last four of my numbers now. Ah. <laughs> okay. So if, th- th- let's give you the first two questions, and I just need you to remember the animal for each question. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, which animal will you rescue if tomorrow is the end of the world? Okay. A rabbit, a sheep, a deer, mm-hmm. a horse. The rabbit. Okay. So you're going to say rabbit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we got a brave soul to get up in the chair. Hey there. <laughs> I'm going to ask you the same question. Which animal will you rescue if the end of the world was tomorrow? Are you going to remember your animal for this particular question? A, rabbit, B, sheep, C, deer, and B, okay, you're a horse. And let me open up one other line because someone just, in and identify you on the line by the last four digits of your phone number. Your phone number being 9928. Can you hear me? Yes. Thank you so much for calling into the show. And I want you to answer this question. And again, this is just a love psychology with the relationship of animals. You choose the animal. And I'm going to tell you what is the most likely love psychology of the opposite sex person. How about that? Okay. Okay. And you come from the sip sip. Okay. So for your question, it is the same. Which animal will you rescue if tomorrow the end of the world? Rabbit, deer, or horse? Sheep. Okay, that is interesting because we got a rabbit, we got a horse, and we got a deer. Uh, let's start first before I give you the, the psychology behind that one because this is kind of fun. Um, let's start with you, Lily, because you said that uh, love is a lot deeper than lust, and lust is kind of a passe type of uh, happening. Can you say that you've experienced the both and were able to distinguish the two? Yes. Of course. All right. Before I gotten into the relationship that I'm in now and prior to my marriages, I mm-hmm. experienced the lustful side of things because my main objective was to go ahead and play on that pogo stick and move on to the next victim. Mm-hmm. 
I wasn't, you know, I, I, I know that love is an investment of emotions, and I didn't have the emotions at that time to invest. Okay. Okay, how about you, Sip Sip? Have you had the experience of realizing that maybe you were in a lust relationship versus a love relationship? Ninety nine twenty eight. Yeah, but um, when I was single. Okay. So you I was definitely like to go for you know the the look rather than the person or what they could do for me. When I yeah, when I was young and foolish. See, I don't even think that's foolish because I'm a problem looker person myself. But I understand what you're saying. Now, to Miss Min Pam on Blab, you and I had a short conversation before the show started, and we talked about love and lust. And you said something very interesting about uh, requiring something more uh, trustworthy, something more weighty, uh, and that. Felt like lust may be just a passe immature type of. Do you think that age has to do with that, or do you think that's across the board? There's no acceptable for just a long time relationship. <laughs> they can hear you on the radio. Mm-hmm. Hello. Um, hey. Mhm. Hello. I'm here. Okay. Waiting on the sharing. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get into these animals. And we are not promoting sexual animals. Let's just go on and say that because that's just nasty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who said rabbit? Me. Okay. Me. Me. <laughs> the person that you attract sexually is the person that's actually cold in their appearance, but a passionate interior person. Now, is that true? Pretty much. Really? Yeah. They that they, okay. they have a they have a they uh-huh. have to have a they have to appear stoic to me. Really? So that's one for one. Okay, who was the sheep? That was me. Okay, me. The sheep personality of the opposite sex that uh, attracts you is a person that's very lovable and extremely warm. Yes. Is that true? Yes. Are you serious? I am so serious. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, it says two for two. Now, Miss Horse, <laughs> and I'll let you know, I was the horse, too. I was the horse, too. And the question, again, for those of you who are joining us, is that which animal will you rescue if tomorrow is the end of the world? And we chose horse. And it said that the type of attraction that you need from a person who is free-spirited. Absolutely true. Girl, these animal kingdom is getting on it. Okay, so now I need all three of you to listen to this question. And Mr. Jones, please come up into the seat because it would be extremely interesting to see what the men have to say. And the question is, number two, is about during the tour in an African tribe, the chief insists bring back an animal to your country. Okay, so you're in Africa, and the chief is insisting you bring back an animal to your country. Okay, mm-hmm. so A, monkey, B is lion, C is snake, and D is giraffe. Okay, Mississippi, what you going to bring? A lion. Of course, baby. That's what we gonna bring. Lily, yeah. what you bringing? Chances are, even though I'm not too thrilled with the selections, I would bring that monkey bag. You bring the monkey? Yeah. Okay. Miss Mendel? What you gonna bring back? Yes. A lion. I can't hear you for some reason. But I Okay, but she said lion, so we got two lions and we got Mr. Jones with the tattoos and you ladies you missing it. If you not on blab, he fine. What you gonna bring back? Ooh, we got a whole bunch of lions. Okay, so we got three lions, because I chose a lion, and Lily, you chose that monkey. Okay, the monkey. (laughs) I hate people who say monkey like that. (laughs) Okay, the monkey is, is that what is the best tactic to attract your attention and to pursue you? A person who would choose the monkey would choose someone being creative, and providing a lot of fun in the relationship. That is, is that me. true? That is Ooh. me. But guess what these live folks got going on? And then we're going we're gonna to mm. stop taking the test talk about this love and lust. The live people prefer and expect the attention of persons who are straightforward when it comes to matters of heart. No playing with the heart. You know, because we'll eat you. Anybody yeah, else I, on this line choosing these li- uh, lions, Leo? Yeah. Because I ain't. y'all go. Them doggone Leo. No game. No game. And this okay. is the Libra. Libra people. Libra. A Libra? A Scorpio is, what is it, July? No, Scorpios is October. Okay, okay. Well, that I was really a, interesting. I have a Scorpio child, which I'm about ready to kill. 
But, you know, that's a story <laughs> for another day. Okay. Well, let me give you this little bit of inform- information. Uh, I see, I see, girl, y'all, ooh, y'all need to get on blab. It's, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not blab-worthy tonight. Well, that's okay, but I'm going to tell you, you're missing it. You are definitely missing it. I'm going to put you guys on mute just so I can stop hearing myself behind and my son has just walked into the room. What do you want? Come over here and say hey to these people. I'm on the air. And we talking about sexual content. Say hey. Say hi. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? You think they see y'all right? Uh, don't worry about what I'm doing. You need a charge, don't you? Little boy, get out of here. You know what happened when the door closed. He's been pushing me all the way, and it's going to be love with a lick. Y'all get out of here in the name. Goodbye. See, never. It, it never. They know when the door closes, you're not even supposed to come in here, but he's been testing me today. But we're going to talk about this love and lust and the definitions of those. And we've already kind of talked about it a little bit. And what we said was that lust is a deep affection. It is a true emotion, though. It's not something that you should just uh, discount as being important because later on in the show, we'll tell you on how you can use lust to actually make love appear. They're just that related. I'm talking chemically. There's some things that people who have lost their love and feeling, if they would participate in lust, love will actually shore up. Now, a lot of people don't believe that. So, you know, I've heard some of the, you know, things, you know, you can't turn this into that. And if you just a beat it, buddy, she ain't going to fall in love. That's really not the truth. It can actually happen. Um, but these are the definitions of lust, and this is when you know that you're in lust rather than love. Lust, lust, totally focus on your looks and your body. After sex, there's very little left. A strong interest in having that person but not doing anything to get it. You rather have a fantasy level of relationship but you never discuss it, never make any plans to have that to actually happen. You're lovers, but you're not friends. So you have good horizontal love in lust. Listen again. You have good horizontal love in lust, but ain't no friendship. Now, I see the amen corner saying, mm-hmm, yep, that's, that's about right. Uh, Mississippi, do you think that more men or more women mistake lust for love? I would say that more women. Why is that? Because a lot of women just they they look for a man who is um, physic. They look at the physical. More than than uh, the emotional or the intellect, and there well, are some men who do that too. Mostly, because I I 
I'm friends with more men than I am women. So I just, I I find that a lot of women, you know, if he got a six pack and he go into the gym and they, you know, they look like they got it going on, then they'll, they'll cling to that rather than the nerd who has a PhD or a, you know, who is a, a, um, a good conversation piece or a good uh-huh. somebody that can brag on, brag on rather than somebody that's going to take them somewhere. Hmm. We got a man on Blab. Who do you think is more often confused about what they're in, love versus love? That would be you, Mr. Jones. Mhm. 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 So, is it wrong to have a healthy appetite for what you know you're attracted to? Is it wrong? He said non emotion. Well, I know that these women on this phone, you have something to say, Miss Nimbell? Were you saying something? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> nah. Oh, you I ain't never been one. Baby, she told me earlier that she hadn't had sex in 10 years. It's not a religious conviction, but it was a moral conviction and that it had to do with her just deciding that she was just not going to participate in that. And I really want to call, what you going to say? Uh-oh, he done disappeared. I hope, I hope that is scary. <laughs> I hope we didn't scare, baby. He didn't got scared because we ain't having fish. Oh, okay. I hope you come back because um, men are not very much into the whole waiting out, but then they have a respect factor. It's kind of double standardish. Uh, 99.28, you said that uh, you think it was mostly women, and, and our guy who we just lost said that he thought that it was probably equal. What about this definition? Love. It's an inter, inter 
dependence. It is wanting to spend quality time outside of a sexual happening. Time is lost in sharing. And that means, you know, the example for that was like you were on the phone all hours of the night, not really realizing you've been on the phone for 10 hours. Listening to the other person's feelings because you honestly want to be able to tap into what motivates that person. Understanding that that motivation moves the person to be better. And the key, which is huge, you want to meet their family and close friends. Now, do you think that's a a good definition of love? Yeah, I would I would say that about sums it up because you're you're more conscious of the other person's uh, desires and their their you know their, you care about what they think and you care about what they do and um, mm-hmm. their hobbies, their interests. You're more in tune to the person on the inside rather than just something to do. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lily? Well, my interpretation of it is you want to see them happy more than anything, and you're and you are happy, and you thrive through seeing their happiness. Yeah. That's what that's what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Like I tell you, I, I that, yeah, all the time. Like, pleasing, pleasing you pleases me. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, more than anything, I want to see a smile on your face. Let me be the reason why that smile is there. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and this was another one that I was really kind of weirded out by. Um, I think that's out of order. It is, and let's just go ahead and define the uh, love hormones because did you know that you release hormones both with lust and love? Yeah, endorphins. Right, but... Specifically with love, oxytocin, which is actually the pregnancy hormone, mm-hmm. um, has to do with getting the body all ready and moving to get pregnant. But it's a release in both women and men. Did y'all know that? Wasn't the man side of it. Mm-hmm. But I know for the woman that hormone is present and it's elevated once a uh okay and and i'm i'm there's a a short little delay, and let me write this little boy go in my room in that drawer there's a box with a brand new charger. you lose it, and it's gonna be on. I'm so tired of buying chargers, y'all. I buy chargers like I buy bread. And I bought two the other day and hid it. And now he already looking for it because I'm using one. But I didn't know this about lust. 
there are six hormones released. They're just not oxytocin. I couldn't get a real definition of which one, but I know dopamine is one that's released, and that's a relaxed hormone that we give to heart patients. But it allows your uh, body to get excited. You can get adrenaline rushes the same way. Um, like when you take a ride on a, on a, what is it, the roller coaster? Or someone scares you and you get that cold water feeling, that is actually the same release that you have with lust. Now, did you know that? Know that. Mississippi, mm. you didn't know that? I did not know that, but it makes sense because you're going on a roller coaster ride emotionally. Basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the actual thing that I didn't know, which is really funny, you can get this uh, response, and your natural body action to that response is to touch. It's actually to get up under, to be covered by, to be touched in the hopes of, of not affection, but protection. That whole lust thing. They actually say in order to, and I'm going to give you the four signs of love and lust, but it says that sneaking up on your lover, having uh, unexpected happening, like if you always have sex in the bed, don't do it in the bed. Do it on the couch. Do it on the balcony. Do it in the closet. You can actually arouse love to, to bloom from that lust act. And it's because it's unexpected. You get an adrenaline rush, like walk up behind her and just grab her thighs and just tell her something really, really soft in her ear. I don't know if the men know to do this. They ain't acting right. Lily, mm-hmm. you had a feedback earlier, but I got you. Um, let me open your line back up. And I would really love for somebody of male gender to get up in the seat. Y'all be so scared, but y'all really want to know about this. I'm really trying to um, open up your love life right now. Yeah. Mr. L.A. Uh-huh. I, I see you up in there. Mm-hmm. And maybe I need to feed this out. You ain't no. He said, I'm not a man, just a babe. <laughs> well, go to bed. Go to bed. See, you playing with me. He'll never come up in here when I close this door for the show, but you're just pushing me right now, and I'm going to act crazy. Now, what do y'all think about infatuation? Because infatuation works with both of these ideas. <laughs> Somebody is about the infatuation. Infatuation. Oh, boy, how well I do recall those days. How well I recall those days. Infatuation is when you are completely consumed by this object. Doesn't matter what it has to be, whether it be animal, mineral, water, human, rat, bat, cat, dog, you're just completely consumed about it. And every mm-hmm. moment of your life is about that particular thing that you're consumed with. 
Mm-hmm. It can be with me. I will have to say I have an infatuation for Japanese animation. I'm infatuated with it and everything hey. about it. Big Japanese animation fan. All you have to do is we mention a show. Because I've mm-hmm. got a delay, but that's Chinese. Yeah. Now, I have been infatuated with a person, but that was many, many, many moons ago. But okay. I remember. I remember. You know, I was 18, and he was my first boyfriend. Okay. And well, listen. Every, okay. And every time he turned me, around, it was this, that, and this about David. This, this, and that about David. You still like David. I can hear it in your voice. He was my first boyfriend. You don't never forget your first. Oh, I did. What's his name? Wait a minute. No, I didn't. See, uh, uh-uh. uh. You never forget your first. He was my first. Boyfriend and my first partner, per se. No. Well, I don't have a... I need to get my numbers up. <laughs> I want to get... <laughs> okay, let's take a few of these love psychology tests. And I know I am. Louis, aren't you male? Well, then... You know, I, the only reason why I know you from Blab because we don't ever see your face, and I know you have that face. So I'm just making sure because I've met a lot of people on here, and I want to make sure I don't disrespect anybody. Yeah, because I got on to you about not showing your face because I like to see faces. But let's ask let's ask the question. Here go the question again, and this is just for you to choose the animal. And I'm going to tell you your love psychology match for the opposite sex. Okay, so we'll start with you. Everybody listen to the question, and then you pick your antimote. Okay, when given a choice of these animals to be reincarnated as, which one would you be? A dog, a cat? A horse or snake? A cat. Okay, we got a cat, we got a dog. You got two horses? And we got a snake on the um, thread. A snake, baby. And actually, I chose the snake. And so the the partner that we want is the partner that's tolerable. We want a tolerable person. The horse people want optimistic personalities. Did nobody say cat, did he? I did say cat. You would want the cat. The cat is charismatic. Yes. Hmm? But the dog is the loyal, faithful person. Does does that match with I think I want that dog though. But I chose that snake. 
I love cats, though. <laughs> Give me the cat. You. <laughs> Somebody said they want the cat. Yes, that that would be the lovely one. <laughs> okay. Now, if you had to pick one of these animals to be extinct, which would you pick? A lion, a snake, a crocodile, or a shark? All right. Snake. To be extinct? To be extinct. We got an extinct snake. We got a, a crocodile extinct. Extinct crocodile. Okay, there's two crocodiles and a snake. Phil. Mm hmm. What you gonna do? Snake. You want to. Okay. I chose the crocodile, but the lion wasn't chosen, and this type of personality is what would cause you to break up with a person. Um, persons who choose lions, they don't like arrogance. They don't like individualisticness. The person who chooses the snake, they would probably separate or break up with someone who's temperamental or unpredictable. Yes, get out your feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did somebody say something about this night? Yes. That's that get out your feelings. That's me. Mm. But listen, the crocodile we don't deal with heartless and cynical people. If you if you ain't got no heart, you're cynical, we we got that. That would be me. <laughs> and the shark is a person who doesn't provide a sense of security. Mhm. Now this is a good one, and I, I'm sorry. Right on. Mhm. Mhm. Right. Right. And those those of you I'm sorry. Mhm. Arrogant. And and that's that's what I they tell me that I am, but I really don't Think that, but I love the lines. I ain't gonna even. I ain't gonna even pull back. I, I love them. And we got an open seat here on Blab. Anybody can come up and feel this because we want to do this one. No, this one has mostly about affairs. And the thing about it is this: people feel, and I have been a person. I've never had an affair because I don't have any reason to. When I was married, I was faithful. And if I don't want you, I don't want you. And if I'm not going to just be with you, I'll tell you because I'm a liar. 
So I tell you. So I don't, I've never had an affair. But when people hear the word affair, they associate it with there being something lost, either a loss of love or a loss of lust. And actually, if you have experienced either of the two, you have the capability of having an affair. That's just the truth of it. And some people say, oh, no, I'm just not made like that. I've never had that, and that's never happened for me. But that doesn't mean that it's not capable. And this next little question going to let us know who's going to do it. Is y'all ready? Listen, mm. somebody get some chocolate fruit. Yes, ma'am. Somebody say something. I just say, mm-hmm, we ready. <laughs> we read. Okay. <laughs> Are you there, Mr. Lewis? Mr. Man. Okay, don't get scared now. Mm-hmm, but we don't see your face, though. But all right, there. Yeah, all right. Okay, so which animal will you choose to be alone with on a desert island? A dog, a pig, a cow, or a bird? Give me the bird. Okay. The cow. That was too easy. <laughs> okay, but listen. So we got a bird. What else we got? The cow. We got two birds and a cow and two cows. Let's see, I picked a dog. Mm-hmm. Look, we just got a new caller that just called in, and they about don't know what we're talking about, and I hope they'll just answer the phone and tell me what animal they want. 4187, welcome to the Empire. Thank you so much for calling in. Can you please just pick one? Oh, they hung up. <laughs> They get scared when I do them like that. I don't mean to do that. I should have let them sit there for a little while. But okay, so we got a we got two cows, two birds, and I want I'm a dog. Okay. Well, let me tell you about this pig since then nobody takes the pig. A pig choice on a desert island is likely that you're not gonna be able to resist yourself. You you're going to get it, you're going to get it hard. Probably get it often. Right? So we're glad we got some pigs on the line. Okay. But then the cow, my granny would say, the cow, mm-hmm. you will initiate an affair, but you won't reject the advances the other party. So you're going to, you, you about going to get down. Where them cows at? Moo. <laughs> Somebody said moo. <laughs> L.A., you say that's not true. Why? But did you pick the cow? Okay, then you go. It says that you may not initiate it, but you probably...
And that's why if it came to it, you gonna get it. She gonna put one breast on your arm and then it's gonna go down. Okay. Well then see there, you just told us that there were gonna be some advances if she paid you for the thing thing. You gonna give it a you gonna pay for the thing thing? Let me ask you this. No, I'm just serious. Like if somebody offered you a million dollars to get down, you gonna do it. Safely. You ain't going to do it. Maybe I'm going to do it twice and a half and get $2.5 million. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's true. That's true. Train, did you say train? Oh, Lewis, I think you should have picked the pig. Okay, Lewis, let me go. That's more like learning because you train animals and humans learn. Yes, I did. I, I, I was, I was, I was taught the procedure, so I actually learned the process. Uh huh. I had to read it in the book. I had to be able to write it down, and the part of nursing that is the thing that keeps people from passing their board is they can write it down, but they can't really actuate it. That's the difference between recitation, just just regurgitating something out, and understanding something and being able to perform it. That's the difference. That's a learned it's not training. I don't. I don't. What's the training aid? I've never heard that. You always do this, but let me get back to these animals, okay? We back on the animals, Mister Cat. Cause see, the birds said that they are very likely, as you are totally unsuitable to be tied down in the first place. Bird people don't have any strong ties to keep them from having an affair. So it would be an affair and probably be never again. Is that true, Bird? Okay. And I promise you. No, you're talking about the bird. Yeah, that was a bird. Re- repeat that, honey, because I was uh, reading something that just pissed me off. I'm sorry. Okay, a bird is likely to not be uh, tied down in the first place, so they're very likely as long as it's suitable for their situation. 
Yeah, that yeah, that that describes me. Okay. But I'm a dog and I'm very unlikely because I value faith. See, I've been cheated on before. And I promise you I just didn't like I don't I killed too many birds when I was in school, so I didn't pick birds. I wasn't even taking the test right, but I chose dog because I love dogs. Didn't know that it would mean that. Okay, and your opinion on marriage, and then we got to talk some more because the broadcast is about to end, and we're going to talk about this stuff for real. Is anybody on here married? I know somebody said 26 years. That's you, 20? No, that's Lewis. That's 26, 16, 19 years. Twenty-one years, Lewis. Somebody else married. Twenty-three years, be, and I'm about to be married. Ooh, excitement! You need to bring the look, baby. Bring the look. Okay. I'm gonna be like this. You know, I, I'm gonna be real. It's. Eh. What? Who said that? Uh, the lovely one. You saying answer what? I looked. Well, I'm gonna put it say this. I wasn't getting any younger, and neither was he. So, why not? <laughs> hey, I can't get. I can't get any plainer than that. Why not? Okay. Okay. That's fine. Because you already, Sharon, you already know how I feel about relationships and marriage. and I can take it or leave but that's, But that's the same thing you said about being in a relationship, period. You yes. wouldn't give it a chance, and you approached it like it was just whatever. And now you're in a relationship that you're claiming where you had vowed to be single and hate men and five drum and tattoo I hate men across your head, but you are in love now. So why couldn't marriage be absolutely amazing? I I I still had my reservations. Okay. And again, I can take it or leave it. You get what I'm saying? I can take it or leave it. If it works, mm. fine. If it doesn't, fine. Okay. You because know, I, the just want to know whether or not you are willing to take it or leave it, and how long you've been together. Um, it was a real short courtship and a short relationship. You know, he's 58 and I'm 43. Again, I could take it or leave it. You know, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm giving it a chance. But, and both of us are like this. If it works, fine. If it doesn't, fine. Mm. Okay. That's scary to me. Why? And I get everybody else is excited about the union of, of marriage or whatever. I just happen to be one of those that, eh, okay. Okay, Big well, let's, let's move on. Um, 
Am I supposed to sing a song? Uh-uh. I'm, I'm reading something. Okay, well, she says she's willing to work on it, and if it works, it works, and if it don't, it don't. Okay. Well, you... I think... Okay. I gotta learn how to shut up because I think that it's easy to say what someone should do and how they should approach something that they're not involved in because it's just easy. It's just very easy to say things like that because it's plastic. That's what I call it. It's plastic. It's just good. It feel good words. And people used to say the same thing to me. People tell me now, just calm down. Stop looking. Love will find you. It's okay. But they get to climb in the bed with some warm legs every night that they want to be in the bed with. If they, It's not about Christianity, and this is not about the choice. This is about the desire. I'm not saying do one thing, do something else. Speaking whatever the truth is does not move a reality for someone. And especially when you're living outside of what you're asking for someone else to do, it's like asking someone with no feet to teach me how to walk. You know, it it sounds great, but I want to walk and I have feet and you don't. So you can't really identify. I'm not disagreeing, and I do agree that the man is supposed to find the wife, which means he is to ask her into his life. But I don't think that a woman is supposed to be like, I'm just going to sit here in this hole, and he's going to seek me out like I'm on a crossword puzzle because he didn't say for you to hide. And I and I agree, but what? Okay. Okay. I think that that's very sound advice for a God-fearing, Christian-believing person. And I am one of those people. But I also think that for you to speak in that way to someone who doesn't have a relationship with God, doesn't know the Bible, that's just like saying to them, an apple a day will keep the doctor away. It has very little weight. Or meaning because they don't understand what you're saying. It sounds good, and it is true, but you can't use a truth that you don't even practice in the recognition of, of recognition of where it came from.
Okay. And what I want to do is go ahead and get into, yeah, because we're right at the 30-minute mark, about the four love signs and love signs. And I think we've gone over most of them, the sex hormones that are released uh, with lust as well as with love, uh, idealizing your partner, uh, which means that you're in love with the idea of them, but you really don't even know who they are. You're uh, excited just to have somebody on your arm or that he is a great-looking guy and he has a whole whole lot of potential, and everybody knows that, so it looks good. Uh, you're, you're impressed with their every move, but you aren't included in, in that, Those that lust versus love. Um, and the thing that I wanted to say the most was that lust can be used to reignite love. In love, there's an oxycontin release, and it increases the need for physical and intimate bonding. But it also does not blind you to the faults that are evident in a person and what actually is there. So if they got some problems, you still see that, but you're able to go past that. That that's why physicality and what they have and what uh, they look like with you and what color their hair is and how tall they are matters very little. You go past that point because they cannot meet all of those things that you need, and you can still have a connection to them. Number one, the connection is a, a necessity for love. Love is connecting important things with another person. If you're in a relationship with a person and you don't know their family, you don't know their best friend, you've never been to anything that has to do with family gathering or togetherness, you're probably in love. You need to share your world with their world. So if you only meet on certain grounds and in certain situations, that's not love. Your vocabulary speaks a lot to which of the two you're in. The word we and us are used very much more often in love relationships than are lust relationships. Uh, lust relationships, you're objectified by being called her, she, you know, my, that, but it's not we, us, our. You can even ask a, a person, what did you do this weekend? Oh, well, we went out to the pond. That's inclusive of their mate. Or you can even get a married person who's not in love, and they'll say, oh, I went with my husband. That's not a we. So listen to people's language. Using the right words can sometimes let you know exactly where you are. Self-disclosure. Now, I've been told that I am a person who gives too much too early and tells too much to people who don't even matter. Uh, when you love someone, you're motivated to tell them things and allow them into spaces that aren't necessarily secretive, but they're protected by yourself, by your history, and from what your past and future plans are. Uh, what has happened to you in the past, whether good or bad, 
uh, and what your aspirations for the future are should not be shared with a lust partner. Uh, and a lot of the times you can see this in marriages when people are separating or they're divorcing to hurt that other partner. They disclose some of the things that nobody knows. Nobody but them knew in that loving relationship. It was great to tell that person. But the very things that you only share with them, now they casually share with everybody else. That's when love is lost, and you should never share that part of yourself and expectation with someone who's not a love partner. I have written here, love only removes some layers. And the the presentation that I watched before doing this show is that love and relationship, both lust and love are onions. The core of who you are is where these secretive, self-disclosed places are. And people who get all the way down into the core, they should love you. Only a small gathering of people should be in that place. And unfortunately, people let everybody in, they put little windows in their onion, and everybody be going in and out, and you don't even know and can recognize the love experience because it's not been made sacred. Uh, and even to what Lewis was saying earlier about the, the pattern of love relationships and marriage, with regard to intimacy and sex, some of those uh, patterns are so closely related that they're being put in the tone of religious practices, you know, and it, it some of them are actually the same, but some people just do it because it just is morally and spiritually and conservative to self and heart and soul the right thing to do. You cannot let everybody into your core. You look around and you've got multiple personalities because you're filled up with so many things and so many other people, you wouldn't recognize the love experience if it was right in front of you because is too many other things in the way. Um, and then four, love should make you want to be influential or be influenced by your partner. If you're scared of what that other person can make you feel or make your light look like or affect your life, you, you're not in love. Love relationships absolutely influence each other. You want to make that other person better. And love does this prior to you choosing it. For some reason, you just want to be in this person's place. You want to help them. You want, you ask questions of how you can be of service to them. And this is both woman to man and man to woman. You celebrate each other. When something is huge for the person that you love, it's like it's you. You are all excited and floating on hormones about your loved one having something. This whole idea of, hey, Mark, this whole idea of haters is the opposite. People are right up in your world, and you're celebrating, and they hate. They ain't feeling nothing you feeling. Those are people of lust, but not in a sexual way. They want to benefit from being in your arena, 
but they have no intent of helping you or pushing you to your aspirations and your goals. That's huge. Like, you need to understand that. If people are not celebrating when you're celebrating, you might need to start cutting some of those people off. And some of those people may have your last name, your, your, your blood DNA. They may be related to you. They may be right in your forefront. People who are with you celebrate when you celebrate. And so the three behaviors that you can do to increase lust to love or to bring back the love and feeling that's already there are these. One, can anybody guess first, like, why people say um, they've lost the love and feeling? Why it ain't the same? Anybody. Because there's no longer an emotional attachment. Okay. Okay, let's start with uh, Lily, and then we'll go to Lewis. There's no longer an emotional attachment, period. Once that, okay. once, once that emotional attachment is gone or emotional vacancy occurs, you pretty much can give less than two shits about that individual. Mm. Period. Okay, okay. You want to stab at it, Mimpo? Mimpim. Well, some of the things that they're suggesting that you do are very much related to emotional ch- checkout. Uh, the first is to add new activities. People get tired of doing the same thing. I mean, something as simple as going to, if you know you're going to eat, you know she's not going to cook, do not eat at the same place every time. Eat somewhere else. Mystery and surprise is number two, enhances lust over time. When you can guess what that person's going to do 10 out of 10 times, you're bored. Doesn't mean you don't love them. Just means that they're predictable and it's just nothing to look forward to. Over time, they're saying to do something surprising. A person who always wants to eat on Wednesday night, just a simple change of eating on Friday or coming up to the job with something for them to eat or putting a little note inside of their uh, meal that you've prepared or something, just something out of the ordinary. They even said that men and women are all into this whole sexting and, and technological thing Sending some risque picture in the middle of the day just out of nowhere. You'll be surprised. I do. What's that? Well, 
Well, I'm a Mike. We gonna have to have, not Mike. Why am I calling you Mike? Louis. Louis, we gonna have to have a talk because that to me is just so soundbiteish. That's I don't know no women who want to mold their men. I don't know any women who like the girlfriends that I have that are married. We used to go to the lingerie store to see who was going to have the sexiest stuff for their husband when I was married. That's what we did. And I think that, that I don't think we're extraordinary. I think more women want something different, but you bought into the soundbite of what women are. Because every, it, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's an it it is. I'm just saying that it's just the usual that a lot of people say is the reason. Libra chicks say she wanna come up. Oh Lord, that's Lily. Yes, ma'am. I am Lewis. Well, I, I I don't disagree. I'm just saying that 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 is an option of many possibilities that happen. Um, we're actually on tomorrow going to speak with a guy who that's not the case, and the woman does some extreme excessive of other stuff when he never checked out, never sold the, the dream. So I'm not disagreeing with you. I feel like every time I talk with you, you say something that undermines or, or changes what I'm trying to say. But I hear you. But I'm hoping that you hear what I'm saying as well, that it's not one across-the-board way of how love is lost or even how love is gained. These are options of how you can rebirth it. And some people may not want to ride no roller coaster. I'm one of them. If, if that's what it's going to take to raise some um, lust, it won't happen. I'll be lustless. If it takes uh, some extreme surprise, you know, some, some people don't like to be surprised. Some people absolutely want predictability, they need things to happen a certain way, that's the way their lives are governed, and that's how they need to go. But if you do the same thing, expecting a different outcome, that's not going to happen, and you have to try something different. That trying is going to be different from person to person. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And what I want to also say is that I, I, I'm, I haven't gotten through half of what I wanted to say about this love and lust because I think we kind of covered enough of it to understand the differences between the two, that one is more strong than the other and one requires a little more uh, being attuned to yourself on a spiritual level than a physical level. I don't know if uh, that makes a whole lot of sense because I didn't get to talk about that. But this is what I'm going to do. I want to get off a of blog talk because this whole time of thing is just messing me up. I'd rather just have a conversation with the people. How about that? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to end this show. Give me a second to run these two commercials, and then we will be right back. And I, I don't like hearing my voice like this. This is really crazy. Be right back. The Empress, a place where truth just is. No political correctness needed. Bring your heart in your ears. Let's tell it like it really is. The Empress speaks on Sundays and Wednesdays at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio. And tune in live on Blab to see the queen known as she. Call in live, 646-478-5625. It's where the Empress speaks and the Empress listens. Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am The Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where The Empress speaks and The Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change this but us. Love and sex and not sex. See, now y'all got me got sex on the mind. We talk about love. Well, that's how a lot of things get started. If it's not love, it's something. And if it's not love and it's not love, what is it? It's only going to be determined by the persons who are experiencing it. What you have to do first is be honest with yourself. If you have someone in your life that is predictable and coming only at night and not showing you to his friends and not dealing with his family, you're probably not in a love relationship. I don't care how many times he says it. Everything that says it is is not. I think your gut can tell you, first of all, what's really happening in your life and in your uh, uh, love life especially. And I can't speak for the men, but I can definitely speak for the women. We do a lot of extra things to have someone prove something that we don't even know ourselves. You don't even love yourself enough to understand that someone else is loving you. I mean, you let yourself go. You let yourself be uh, not presentable for even yourself or provisions for yourself, and then you want to demand all of these things from somebody else who you're not their responsibility. Uh, love relationships should actually be something that's fed both ways. If you're giving yourself and you're introducing and, and opening up your core to a person and they're not doing the same thing to you, you may need to pull yourself back and save yourself from hurt because 
love don't function like that. At least I don't think that it functions like that. I do think that you can love somebody that doesn't love you and get stuck in that situation, but I don't think love was meant to not be reciprocated. You can be in something that absolutely you're doing it from your heart, you're doing it from your core, you're doing it in its fullness, and then it's not coming back. It's not coming back. So you're going to soon deplete yourself for someone who's just eating up what you're giving. We should be replenishing each other. It should be an even exchange. I'm not saying just because he takes you out, you got to take him out. I'm saying that it should be a meeting of the souls and the spirit. And we didn't talk about a lot of that tonight. I can't stand him myself like this. But if you love somebody, it's got to be more than just what you say. It's got to be in your actions. It's got to be in your deeds. It's got to come from a place almost of unexpectancy. I think you should expect some result of something. I'm not saying you, if I love you, you got to love me back. No, there should at least be a response. And I don't want you to hurt yourself by putting yourself in a love situation when all he does is really lust you. I don't, I don't want that. Uh, I'm trying to find a love song in the show, but it's just too much on this computer right now. It's just very convoluted. I would love to have someone do this portion for me. But uh, let me see if I can find a song. That's got too many nasty words. And, and in the words thing, let me talk about that a little bit. Listen to the words that people are telling you. There's certain things that a love relationship won't say. I'm convinced of that. My mouth can't say certain things to the people that I love. And that's on a friendship level. If we talk about intimacy, you cannot use the things that were in that person's core and that they were secretive in telling you and sharing with you being transparent. And you turn around and you use it as a weapon. That's not love. I don't care. Let me grab my light. Hold tight. I don't know what they're talking about. But yes, love don't function that way. If you can't, if it don't feel right, you, you know, some some things don't even have to be said. And and I don't think love absolutely has to be. No, it don't have to be begged for. You don't have to ask for it to be proved. It should be something of a a natural giving. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I, I'm, I think I'm going to play this song. I don't even know what it is, child. Let's see what it sounds like. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Did you see these scars? Trying to get through this flesh. Making this way my heart wanting to destroy what's left what you saw was it the start of destruction that is best is that why you appeared cause of what you felt cause I could feel your love pulling me back brick by brick your love
But I'm strong But if she never 